0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spore the Warning podcast. This is review number 644 with a review of Wolf Walkers. I'm Christopher Sinezi.
1: And I'm Stephen Miller.
0: And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spore the Warning podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week in the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest films coming to a streaming platform near you. Um, This week, we're going to have a couple of reviews for you. Um, This one of Wolf Walkers, which came out this past weekend... On Apple TV Plus and then also a little film that we rented uh, called parallel uh, which we'll be talking about after that um, but this film wolf walkers as you may have guessed from the title of the film is about uh, people who can shape-shift between you know being a human and being a wolf um, so my question Correct. for you Steven is if you could be some sort of Walker <laughs> <laughs> and you can't pick Texas Ranger, uh, mm. What, which walker would you want to be? Like, if you could be walk as any animal, what would it be?
1: Interesting. I mean, offhand, and I don't know if this is just inspired by warging, as, like, you know, Game <laughs> of Thrones has made me think <laughs> to do, and this movie definitely made me think of again, but I feel like a flying creature would be the move, right? Like, that definitely gives you the freedom that you couldn't get with any other animal yeah now i don't think i know enough about flying creatures to pick one like i guess i should say like a like a hawk maybe that would be pretty powerful could move fast i'm not really at risk of being you know preyed on by other creatures and yeah get a get a bird's eye view of the world i feel like that that would be the move
0: yeah I, I think definitely something that could fly as you said you want to be the top of your food chain um, maybe even right. something endangered so that humans aren't hunting you either <laughs> oh yeah that's a good idea <laughs> probably
1: some falcons are endangered
0: yeah as you, i mean I, I just think it would be i think it'd be rad to be able to turn into a bird that or some some creature that could swim i think that would be mm. that would be cool too just because i feel like what is swimming but the flying of the ocean
1: <laughs> <That> poetic beautiful <laughs> Now do you think there would be a lot of variety to see underwater though?
0: Uh I yeah, I mean the the vistas that you're saying are definitely not as good as if you're flying in the air, but that movement is kind of un unmatchable, right? That ability to right. like dart and like flow so like smoothly through the water. Um also gotta watch out for predators there, predators that you probably can't see coming. <laughs> yeah. Um but, now, but can, I think- can
1: we invent new animals to be? Because I think the equivalent of an amphibian, but it switches between flying and being underwater, would be like the <laughs> ideal, right? That would that would just be the holy grail of uh, of walking. <laughs> and ironically, it's a creature that does not walk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice, like a flying snake that can also swim. Yeah, exactly. I think that would be or just like, and that's not really an amphibian, but you know what I mean. Like,
1: there, there are definitely. I feel like there are birds that at least, like, dive underwater briefly, and there are definitely fish <laughs> that can jump. So we're getting close. We're getting close. Maybe a dragon. Yeah,
0: so, so a you, you want to move. You want to be a penguin that can actually fly.
1: Exactly, yeah. I want to be a flightful penguin.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm on board with that. I could go with flightful penguin. Um, yeah. Yeah, at least for... And no one
1: would kill you because you're adorable. <laughs> Naturally.
0: Uh, all right. Well, speaking of adorable, Steven, what do you say... We get into a review of wolf, wolf Walkers. Let's do it. We're going to take a listen to the trailer for Wolf Walkers and then we're going to come back and give you a review.
1: Wolf, wolf, hunt them far in yonder. The forest is brimming with wolves. It's my job to hunt them down, not yours. But we could hunt them together wolves, bears, dragons, even. <laughs> <laughs>
0: One of them wolf walkers. Wolf walkers? Wait! The ones that can talk to wolves with some
1: wild magic. You can come out now. We can smell you, you stick. You're a elf. wolf walker. You're a wolf when you sleep. What? A girl when you're awake. Oh. <laughs> Something's happened to me. Yeah, I can see that. It's flipping great. You're a wolf now. Be a wolf.
0: The wolves are getting smaller every day. These wolves, they're just beasts. Tonight, we put an end to this.
1: I promise your mother I'll keep you safe.
0: so wolf walkers is a story of a young like wannabe hunter and her father who is an actual hunter who has been tasked with trying to drive the wolves out of this village that is um next to this outpost that they have um where the english have like basically gone into ireland and essentially uh everybody's trying to get rid of the wolves because they're scary but this young girl um, meets one of the wolves and finds out that she is actually a wolf walker and through a chance uh, set of events um, she ends up gaining the ability to wolf walk herself and it's sort of the story of her um, trying to join the sides of the wolves and try to stop the villagers from uh, destroying the forest Stephen miller what did you think of wolf walkers
1: Um, so I'm going to quote from my very brief letterbox review of this yesterday, which is to say this, I think this is a three star story with five star visuals. Uh, and what I, what I mean by that is that if I just look at this film in terms of plot, you know, how much did it grip me? How much did I feel invested in the characters? It was, it was good. You know, it was cute. It, it, it felt like a kind of traditional kids movie with traditional i shouldn't say traditional kids movie it has like more bite to it than your average kids movie but the the way the plot moves is very much a how to train your dragon you know a like a kid discovers things about the world that regular people didn't realize and now it's up to them to rectify the wrong and it just it felt a little Done before, you know, like nothing really pulled me in there. Um done before, of course, with Game of Thrones.
0: <laughs> yeah, but done done a lot. I mean, if you if you look at like, I don't know, Avatar, Fern Gully Pokemon it's, exactly, yeah, uh, yeah. It, like, dances with wolves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah they they all follow the same thing and this, speaking of wolves like it's hard not to think of game of thrones with you yeah. know sean bean being here again as the warrior father who knows a lot about wolves and the daughter who isn't supposed to want to be a hunter but is anyway you know like of course there is uh ground being tread here that has been tread before yeah. Um yeah. but the these visuals of the movie like the animation the uh design of it the concept of the art is all just, like, brilliant. Like, it it is fantastic looking, like, am- amazing looking. And, of course, that is why the movie exists. Like, I don't yeah. think it's a stretch to say that this movie is a showcase for animation with a story that has to be good enough to keep it interesting, but that is about it. Um and it looks... Good. Like, it took a little bit for the animation to click for me in this movie. Because at first, it's just, you know, the girl in her little town. It feels very Beauty and the Beast or something. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Everyone was telling me this movie is great. And it, like, it seems nice, you know. But I'm not really getting what all the fuss is about. Um, the moment she enters the forest, it is incredible and there are some things that are very directly showy you know there is a running scene here there are senses that are visualized in a uh artistic way like there are a lot of things the movie is doing that are really flexing their muscles but then there are things yeah. like the use of shadow in this movie whenever they are in the forest there are like shadows being cast from the leaves above them and the shadow stays fixed as people move and it is just like a really 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 cool aesthetic there's also a thing i I meant to look up before this whether this is inspired by, like, art from the period. But there's a thing about perspective where, like, people will always be either fully face forward or fully to the side. And then normally something from a perspective, like a high vantage point, you would expect it to have, like, a 45-degree angle. But it will always either be fully vertical or fully top. And it is really, really, really interesting. Like, there are a couple scenes especially where it becomes kind of a... Like, is triptych the word where you have, like, three things at the same time? Yeah. I there, there are things where it is doing that, where it clearly feels like a painting, where they are visualizing characters in their environments in ways that don't make sense, but look beautiful. Like, they just look like art. Um, and all of that, I thought, was fantastic. So the, the moment the real meat of this story comes together um, and, you know, we get to experience... The running of the wolves and what it feels like <laughs> to be a wolf and all of that. I was a thousand percent on board for this movie. I think it is just like really, really, really lovely. Um, I just think story-wise, it is only okay. And if this had given me like a top-tier Pixar-level story to go ahead like with the art direction, this would be like one of my favorite movies of the year. Easy. Uh, and I just think it... Story wise, it just fell a little bit short for me, but visually stunning, like absolutely worth watching for the visuals alone.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think as as you've said, this is this is a kid's this is this is a story storybook film, like it's a children's tale. Um, and instead of taking, like you know, some filmmakers might try to take a, a child's tale and then grow it into an adult film based on this concept from this child's storybook. And this film is very much interested interested in just presenting this child's tale the way it is, but doing it in the most spectacularly beautiful way that you can possibly do it. Yeah. Um this yeah, this film, I I even even re-watching it, this is something that that I caught streamed um back at this year's TIFF um and seeing it again, it's still just it's still kind of shocking just how good it looks um, like every single time. Like, obviously, you talked about like the animation itself being very, very beautiful and fluid and, and interesting. But like all the stills of this are like the most amazing, like like every single time there is not motion. I want that as a print that I can yeah, hang on. Every, my wall. Every
1: frame is a painting like every frame could be hanging on your wall.
0: Yeah. And like even there are other times where like I know the thing you're talking about where it's like three vertical strips down where it's like three different angles of of some beat, bit of action that's happening. Mm-hmm. But there's this one. It's one of my favorite shots in the film. It's another three-piece thing, um, but the way they do it is the horizon line is completely horizontal to your view, so everything is on a plane that is facing one direction. The background yeah. is a top-down view of far off mm-hmm. in the distance, and then the foreground is this angular, like, 45-degree angle sloping to the horizon line, and it's just... It those type of of kind of shots, I guess I don't know if you can call them that. In this, like those, just designs look so beautiful, and it d- does. It definitely reminds me of a child's storybook, like you know, like when you're little, the one that your parent reads you right before you go to sleep, where it's like the big ass pages that fold, and it's like she was a hunter, and then they f- turn the pages. Right. Wolves were scary, like that kind of storybook. It feels like that, where where there's all this beautiful detail. that's going to something that a kid's probably not gonna appreciate, but it's like painstakingly drawn and it just, oh, I, like everything about this film is just a joy to watch and consume. And yes, like the story is very simple. And as we joked earlier, you know, it's really, there are so many films that have done this type of story, but there is something about like the joy of these two kids, like her, 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 desire to like stalk her dad at the beginning of this, when he's going out into the forest and like the little journey she goes on. And when she plays with her, um, her little, robin <laughs> robin's no yeah. merlin's the name it yeah, is merlin. a it is a raven probably i don't know um but uh but yeah like just her her playing with I the think bird he's and an go- owl. is it an owl
1: i feel like like i feel like merlin would be an owl right i don't know why i feel like wizards <laughs> and owls are I'm pretty sure, sure it's a like a
0: raven or something it's definitely a hunting bird it's not it's not uh not that owls aren't hunters because they are but uh anyways doesn't matter what kind of bird it was. It was awesome watching it. Um, and, and yeah, I think this is just a fun film that you can enjoy. It's got some good heart feels towards the end, um, that, that give you kind of like a little emotional pep. Uh, but yeah, I, I, th- I thought it was fun and I don't know what much more to say about it. I mean, it is one of those films where it's like, people should just watch it to see how beautiful it really is visually Um, and then it is cute enough to sustain itself through that watch but i think it is really like there are just so many shots that are jaw-dropping in this that kind of just like make you stand back and look at it and if you have a nice like bright projection of of it or something it's like it just really pops off the off the screen which is really nice
1: I can't believe I remembered it as an owl. It was a falcon. And now, of course, what Merlin actually looks like is flashing back to me. I should know. I want to be a falcon. <laughs> That's my dream. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I, I definitely agree. It, it is more than cute enough to sustain itself and be what it is, which is a presentation of beautiful art. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm happy for that. I am curious how a kid would feel with this movie because if this would go over well with kids then that is a home run right like this would be one of the most beautiful movies ever that is targeted at children um i do want to say too even though like the, the the plot i didn't care that much about but the concept of it i thought was really interesting because i like i don't know a lot about the history but i feel like this is the daughter of a hunter who works for like the english who are occupying ireland yeah and she kind of idolizes her father and the metaphor between like what she learns with her father and the people versus what she learns with the wolves like it 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 is a very interesting story that feels like the kind of thing that would be passed down like it feel it feels like a tale that is like teaching you a little bit about culture and history and how it is like you know the the tricky kind of complicated things and i i appreciated that about it even as i wondered whether it was a real myth or not not like a true myth but i mean like a myth that was actually passed down in folklore or just an original idea um but i like that and i I was always interested to see what the movie would do with that and it doesn't go super far into that stuff like it kind of stays more in the realm of the lord protectorate is basically like every disney bad guy um you know he he just (laughs) kind of feels like an amalgam of all of them yeah Um, a little, little touches of scar too, even in his ending. I guess I'm probably already saying too much by well, saying that, but spoilers. <laughs> in his final scene, sorry, in his final scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I it was just very, very cool. One criticism I would have of the way it's paced is I, the relationship between the girl and her father, is definitely like part of the heart of this movie when it's written down like on the paper it is and the way this movie starts and ends like it could end in a really really good place and it does but it doesn't give time to that relationship like i feel like the movie kind of it hurries its ending when there could have been a lot of cuteness if they gave it another like five minutes at the end or something to kind of wrap up everything so yeah just a little little note
0: yeah that is true and i think too like going back a little bit to what you were saying about like the the story of what this myth could be like uh, sort of a side tangent of that is kind of you, you mentioned that some of the heart comes from like the father and the daughter and when we talk about this being a kid film the one thing it doesn't really do that kids won't understand is this idea of like the oppressive father who is trying to protect her and that is the thing like there's there's this deep thing there of him not wanting to go along with where, what he has to do to be part of this like little village or town or castle or whatever the hell it is, um, and him trying to keep her out of danger, but she feels like he's just holding her back and trying to not listen to her, and he just doesn't want her to, like, end up in the stocks or anything like that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he's trying to protect her by preventing her from being able to talk and be an adult, and she just wants to kind of, like, go out and, like, hey, like, I know this thing, just listen to me. And he's just, like, seeing what is happening to the other villagers in the town and, like, trying to make sure she doesn't fall victim to that. And I think that, like, there is some sort of story there about, like, the things you do to your children to protect them from things that they don't understand that this film like isn't trying to message to little children and it's probably going to go way over their head. Um, but yeah, just, right. just interesting.
1: Right. It definitely feels li- like a lot of these kids movies. It feels like maybe a meditation on parenthood from the creators of it. Yeah. And how, like, you know, like like you said, like you try to protect them and in the process you might be doing harm in other ways and the, the difficulty of striking the balance, right? Um, going back a little bit to the design of the movie. Uh, so, again, I think, like, the broader design, especially the landscapes, are the most stunning. Like, the first time I really noticed the perspective thing they were doing, and I'm still not positive that I'm interpreting this right, is uh, the girls are watching like, from a distance, they're looking out at the city and the castle, and it looks like you're looking at the castle from above, right? Like, they're standing yeah, yeah, exactly. right in front of it, and you're getting a top-down view. And I I stared at that for a while, like, why is this so amazing looking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's basically... It's because of we, that totally not possible view that can only happen from hand-drawn animation.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well... Uh, counterpoint as we were joking before this episode started about the film inception (laughs) uh, with Mm -hmm. regards to the title of a film that we are be talking about after this one. But it does look like that city is just bent up. Like Ariadne is just fucking around with like the dream that she's in and she's just pulling it up to make it perpendicular to the ground. um, And it just, it looks, it does look just so cool.
1: Yeah. I I also really like the, the design of the the warging, let's say, that goes on in this movie and the visual way they showed that that is happening or about to happen, I think that's yeah, really yeah. cool. They kind of play with certain colors over and over again in a very, like, consistent way that says a lot with very little when it just, like, shows up briefly in a scene. Um, and even the the character design, like, you know, it, they're all... It's all kind of cute and kind of done before. You know, like, Maeve I felt a lot like the lead in Brave to me when I first saw her. Um, yeah. But there are little things like like Maeve has a circular chip in her ear that is like perfectly parallel with the earrings that she has on and other things about the wolf like Lair that just yeah. again it felt it felt like a not just a kids storybook but like the kind of thing that you would unearth from hundreds of years ago <laughs> and be like this was art that they used to tell the story of the wolfwalkers and I, yeah. I just thought that was really
0: cool and and there's there's things they do too where the the shape of the characters is not a hard and fast rule that the film dictates it's like depending Mm -hmm. on the the image or the feeling they want to convey at a moment characters become more round or more thin and kind of like like there are scenes with maven her mother in the cave where like they become these really really wide round objects that are like these large stones almost um and there's something really really interesting about just like the way it changes from scene to scene and plays with what it's presenting or the way the wolves change shape and stuff like that so it's just yeah continually like awed by the different moments of the film and the way it presents information
1: yeah absolutely
0: cool uh well any last thoughts about this film steven um
1: i think the the child actors are very cute in this movie um like, like an early scene that kind of caught my attention is uh uh, the girl, I really should remember her Her name, Robin. Robin is talking to uh, a hat because her dad isn't around. Yeah, and is so she's so doing great. the impression of her father in the hat. And it is the most adorable,
0: like, two minutes of the yeah, year, yeah. I feel like. It, it is just so cute. Well, like the shot where she's, like, uh, trying to pull the arrow out, out of the wall and her dad comes home and she's yep. like... Rrr, rrr. There's just yeah, like so yeah. many great little, like, silly jokes in this film. Um, mm mm-hmm. Yeah, good times. Um, I think Stephen, um, this is a simple review that we're we're praising this film a lot for the way it looks. But it's time to let people know our actual official verdicts for this. So, if you were going to give this a must see, record with a caveat, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or a must avoid, what would you give it? it?
1: This is one of those times where our categorization dictates I give it a rating that if I were converting to like a star system wouldn't sound as good. Like I have to say recommend with a caveat for this because caveat is I, I don't think the story is as good as the visuals are. Like I think the re if this were conventionally animated, it wouldn't be anywhere near blowing me away. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I think the visuals are so good. You should ignore that and like love this movie anyway. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) giving it a recommend with a caveat, but it is a high, high recommend with a caveat.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it a must see. Uh, this, I agree with you that it sort of breaks, uh, you know, what we're what we do here with our rating systems. As I understand that this film on the page is not the greatest film in the world, but it really is so striking and so unique looking. Like maybe there are plenty of films that have this style and this look to it that I just haven't seen. But to me, it's kind of just shocking how beautiful it really looks like the color palette just the design of everything even like re-watching the trailer as we did moments ago right before the review review section of the episode um it still just (laughs) looks so beautiful um and it's hard to it's hard to not praise it like that and i think that anybody um who's got you know whatever it turned out to be 90 minutes or so (laughs) maybe it ended up it felt like it was really quick but maybe it's longer um yeah it it was like maybe a little over 90 like 100 okay uh well people should definitely check it out and i think it's i think it's well worth your time and i think you would be impressed whether you're not like blown away by the story yep cool um well that is gonna do us for our review of wolf Walker, Stephen miller if people want to find you throughout the week where can they do that uh
1: people can find me at twitter.com slash s david miller or s david miller.com
0: people can find me at christopherinrealife.com or twitter.com slash christopherirl you can find the podcast over at the spoiler warning.com where you can find a bunch of the back episodes of the show if you want to subscribe to the show you can do so in overcast stitcher apple Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are found if you want to own the episodes go live, you can follow us at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning, facebook.com slash warning, or instagram.com slash warning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at warning.com, or you can use the contact form on our site. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to Wolf Walker, so hopefully you're enjoying that. And uh, yeah, that's it for this review. We are uh, going to take off, and we have a review of Parallel for you, uh, which no doubt will be a lively... <laughs> A lively episode (laughs) So we'll see you in a moment Bye (laughs) Bye